Good afternoon, everybody. Good afternoon. It is a beautiful afternoon, and welcome to another episode of Unspoken with Chris Lay. I am so glad that you're joining me today. I love the feedback. Thank you so much for everyone who listened to my first episode. Um, and anyway, everyone who subscribed to this podcast, I just really want to say thank you so much. I really do appreciate it. And I hope you're going to move with me on this, you know, this um, podcast every week on Monday for a new episode. I just want to also apologize for not doing this on Monday. I was supposed to do this yesterday, but I was traveling yesterday. I was, um, I was in Kawe. I graduated on Friday. Yes. Yes, I just want to inform you all. I graduated on Friday with a Bachelor of Laws. I am so excited. I am so happy. And I just want to congratulate every Zambian out there who graduated, who has graduated with whatever bachelors you've taken. Congrats to you. Applause, 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 applause. Keep making your parents proud. Keep making God proud because God is happy that you your grades are up. God is happy that you're doing good. And for those who are still in school and still um, about to graduate, you're graduating next year, or you're still in school, be it grade 12, grade 9, grade 7, whatever grade you're in, continue doing well because God wants you to progress in life. And even if you're not in school, even if you're not in university, even if you've never been in school, doesn't mean that your life is far back. I just want to encourage you that it is the best Thing. you can find something to do if you're doing business continue doing it continue pushing because god is happy that you're actually doing that business god wants the best for you so make your money anyway so we are back with another episode of sex drives and jesus Oof. who's excited well i know that i'm excited and i don't know if you are ready for me but i am ready for you so i hope you grab your pen grab your book or If you're listening, if you're driving, if you're walking, whatever you're doing, I hope you enjoy this podcast. Anyway, so um, today's episode... Oh, and today, by the way, guys, we are going scripture. Like, I remember in the first episode in Sex, Drive, and Jesus, yes, I mean, um, last week we were talking... I'll just give a small recap. We were talking about... um, what exactly sex drive is i think i gave a little description or illustrations on what sex drives are and the main thing that really came out of that podcast was god wants us to control our sex drive jesus wants you and i to be able to control our sex drives jesus wants you to be able to go to him and talk to him about your sex drives it's very important and the other thing that i highlighted in the episode was sex drives are good sex drives are good god wants you to have sex drive jesus wants you to have a sex drive he doesn't want you to take it away because in the name of christianity in the name of no i don't want no 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 being horny is normal it's okay to be horny it's okay to feel like having sex it's okay and um, I'll say it from a point of my own experience I was one I was that person although for me it wasn't for Christian reasons it was just basically because I just hated sex itself I hated it I hated it so much you know what I mean I still do but like um, I feel like God not I feel but I know that God has really worked on me and he still is and 
when we talk about topics like sex and whatnot, I think my mentality has really changed. There's really there's a renewing, there's a transformation in how I view sex now. But if you asked me this question, uh, if I was told to do this podcast five years ago, trust me, I would be saying a whole different thing because I I never had a sex drive for any one of the opposite sex <laughs> and i'm talking about guys like like literally he could do anything to me like i wouldn't feel nothing for days so um that's basically what we're talking about that's what i said in episode one so i just want you guys to give be, uh, um a recap of what i was talking about yeah in episode one so that is what you, you walk away with from episode one and now we're going into episode two which is um episode two of sex drives and jesus like i said it's a series so i hope you guys are following so now today we're going to be talking about self-control wow self-control this is something that i'm always preaching about you know this is something i'm always talking about like if you know me spent a lot of time with me i'm normally talking about self-control especially when it comes to sex if you know what i mean there are other things that yeah I I dangle at self-control and I also need my lessons in self-control when it comes to other things which we'll be talking about later um, in other episodes but what we're talking about today here is sex and I feel like if you know me or if you're my friend you know that most of the time half the time I'm 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 I'm, I'm down for self-control because that is very important that is a point that Jesus wants us to be at in our relationships in our lives in general so that's what I'm going to be talking about today. So let's get into it. Ooh, so sex was not designed to be man's lifestyle outside the confines of a marriage. <laughs> Guys, today I will be as blunt as possible. I am, I am a blunt person. If you know me, you know I'm very condor. I can be a very condo person. That that means I I'm very direct. I don't like beating around the bush. Yeah, I'm that kind of a girl for guys who have asked me out before, or for guys when they're trying to get my number and they're trying to use like to my pickup lines. All I I'll just I'm that girl who would tell you like, bruv, are you asking for my line? Like if you're asking for my line, just ask for it. Let me give it to you. Instead of you having to go around, you go north west just to get my number. So eh. <laughs> it's a, it's okay it's something that i have to learn you know someone told me that i just need to live a little but anyway guys we're not talking about dating today we're gonna talk about all this later on <laughs> today we're we're going deep so um first things first i want us to know that today's episode on self-control is based on second samuel um 13 verse 10 to 15 i hope yo have gotten that second samuel 13 verse 10 to 15 write that down okay so you'll find it later on in the podcast okay so sex was not designed to be man's lifestyle outside the confines of a marriage okay like sex god created sex it wasn't supposed to it wasn't designed for it to be done outside marriage so when we go outside god's intended plan or purpose um man you and i yes will definitely pay for the consequences we will definitely pay for the consequences which bring about discontent and misery guys trust me this is the realest statement that i've ever i've come across you will undergo there will be a lot of discontent and misery 
put a full stop there because we are definitely going to come back to that. We are coming back to that and you will see how we have discounted and misery, especially when we have sex outside marriage. The consequences of having sex outside marriage, which we are all doing, by the way. Yeah, so Jude 7 shows us a little about these consequences. So if you read Jude 7, um, I won't go into the details of um, saying it. I'll just paraphrase exactly what I want to say when it comes to Jude 7. So um, I don't know if you all can hear the noise outside. Please forgive the noise outside. It's just outside my yard. I'm in the dining, so it's just outside my yard. There's some kids making noise. Yeah, I think the great wolves think they're done writing the exam, so they are passing. Anyway, um, yeah, so Jude 7 shows us a little about those consequences. It says our age is likened, our age is likened to that of Sodom and Gomorrah. This is just something that I um, picked from the Bible and then I've just paraphrased it in my little notes. So, um, I don't know if we remember Sodom and Gomorrah. It can be likened to the age, to our age today, our, to the 21st century. You know, the second coming indeed is before us, guys. Like, Jesus is really coming um, because we're seeing a, a lot of things that's really happening today. So, um, Jude 7 says, they gave themselves over to fornication. Okay? The, they gave themselves over to fornication, uh, going after strange animals and beasts. Men gave up their natural feelings for women and lasting after the fellow men, so did women. You know, it's funny how the Bible unhesitantly condemns sexual practices that are wrong. Like, guys, the Bible is not even scared of anybody. It's not scared. It's, it, it's, it's plain sight. It's, it's not, it doesn't beat around the bush. The Bible tells you what it is. It says the homosexuals, the, 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 the drunkards, the... The, the people who practice um, bestiality, is it bestiality? I think it's bestiality. Um, the people who who go after strange beasts, you know, hedonism, all those who do that, it says plain sight, they will not see the kingdom of God. And you know that these are things that we are doing. And I'm not saying you are doing, I'm saying we, you and I are doing. If you're not doing it, please, God bless you. God bless you, you're in the right. But but for me, like, bruv, there's a whole list in um, Colossians. I don't know if it's Colossians, eh? Um, Paul just gave... Aha, uh-huh, Colossians 3. Is it Paul who wrote Colossians? Okay, you know what? I, I need to get my Bible straight. But, like, if you go in Colossians, let's go in Colossians 3. Um, I think it's the new me, something like that. Guys, there's, like, a whole list there, like... And you know what Paul is saying? He's like, so... You are no longer in this, and now you're in this. And now I'm looking at the you're no longer in this, and I'm like, mm, okay, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm not drinking milk anymore. I'm on the solid food, but I am still in that circle. You know what I mean? I'm like, mm, it's wild out here. <laughs> so the Bible does not hesitate. It tells you the fact. And that's what I like about it. You know, so the Bible has strongly condemned sexual practices, guys. It has. It really has. And in Sodom and Gomorrah, these are things that we're seeing today. In Sodom and Gomorrah, we had people who gave themselves over to fornication. Come on, everyone is fornicating today. Like, everyone. If we had to give maybe statistics or percentage, I mean, I mean, I think when 80s, 7s, or 90s of the world is fornicating. We have kids from, what, 10 who are sexually active today. Like, I was shocked, you know. 
anyway so we had people sleeping with 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 animals you know there was a video i watched guys like honestly there was a video i watched of a man who was having sex with a, a, a snake like i don't know about you but like that was the creepiest i had to block the guy like literally i had to delete his number because it was some friend from school not really a friend it was like a schoolmate so i had his number on my phone so he used to post such things and i watched that on his status he put it you know he was laughing i didn't find that funny i didn't find the fact that a man was having sex with a, with a snake like putting his or like i said in the first um episode i don't like calling a penis a penis i, I really don't like that word penis can i call it dick so yes because ah, lack of a better terms yes lack of a better term <laughs> anyway so this guy gets his dick right and puts it shoves it in fact in in the the, the 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 i think it's the vagina of a snake guys i don't know but like there was a hole there and this guy literally opens the snake like oh my that was that was the most disturbing thing i've ever watched in my life and i swore to myself like I don't want to ever see that kind of a thing again in my life. So this is a man who is literally, literally having sex with a snake. Like he's having sex with a snake. He's he's tied it, um, he's tied the snake on, on on his body. The snake is even refusing. You know what I mean? Like it's even resisting. I think it was feeling pain or something. But this guy was feeling good and he held it and ish guys, it was disgusting. Oh my god. Oh my god. So. That's that. That's that's that, that's t- today. And then Sodom and Gomorrah was seeing those things happening. And then the last thing is what the Bible gives us: that men gave up natural feelings for men. Ooh, 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 ooh. I mean, for women, and um, were lasting over um, for uh, for the fellow men. Oh my God, we all know what this is: homosexuality, guys. Homosexuality. This is just, I think, the topic that God has just given me because, damn, there's a lot to this homosexuality and and we're 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 definitely going to talk about this some other time not today but because i also have my own story when it comes to homosexuality and ish like if it's if it wasn't for god you know what i mean it it, it wouldn't it wouldn't it would be something else today but i'm really glad i have god you know sometimes i'm looking at the people who don't have god and that is why we believers are there to talk about these things with them to make them know you know to make them know that look and not condemn them you know what i mean it's 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 a, it's a ball game trust me it's a ball game anyway so for me when i was reading the scriptures right um to me it was more of this sexual practices if you read a lot of the scriptures on um, sexual practices sexual morality and whatnot whatnot it's more of it shouldn't be too much and shouldn't be too less it should be done in a certain manner like the bible describes it as worship the bible describes sex as worship trust me it does and that is the beauty in it that is the beauty because i re- i remember being at a point where i hated sex and i was like god you know what if 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 I, I i don't want to have to have sex i don't want to have to be penetrated by a penis i don't want that you know and these were these were certain um these were certain reasons as to okay this is something like part of the reason as to why my life went the homosexual route at some point because i was in this state of mind 
You know what I mean? And it, it, it starts in the mind. Everything starts in the mind. Homosexuality starts in the mind. And in case you're curious about homosexuality, please stay tuned to this podcast because though I will definitely go into details on this matter because I've been in it before. So, you know, it's, 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 it's amazing that God does not even shine from talking about it. He wants you to, 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 to experience it, especially if, um, especially if, if you're not going the, the sister or brother or yes, if you're not going the sister, brother, father route, but he wants you to experience it. It's a good thing. It's a form of worship to God, especially in the confines of marriage. Guys, that, that's a serious revelation right there. And so if you hate it, then that's bad because God's like, Hey, Chris, look, I've made this for you. Why do you hate it? You know what I mean? And to make matters worse, you want to have it with a fellow female. I mean, what? Like, girl, nah. You know what I mean? So so God had all those... I would definitely talk about all this later or not today because today I'm talking about something else. So, it's a form of worship. I, I just... For, I've forgotten the scripture. I came across this scripture at some point. But go research. Yes, I will not tell you which verse. Go research. Just go research. Go on Google. Say, oh, um the scripture that talks about sex being a form of worship sex is to be a form of worship so even in marriage there are certain things you're not supposed to do sexually you know what i mean and i'm like what like god no you know what no you know like as i was saying if i was asked this five years ago I would definitely not be given this. I wouldn't be excited about sex. But right now, guys, I am excited about my marriage. I am excited about the fact that I will have sex freely in my marriage. And I was also thinking like, oh my God, I want to be able to do certain things with, you know, my mans. And and when you read the Bible, you get to see that there's certain things that are not of God. And there's certain things that God, okay, yeah, he doesn't mind. But there's just certain things that are not for, of God and certain things. So, you know, you start asking yourself like BJs, like, God, do you want me giving the BJ to my, to my, my, my husband? I don't know. You know, and I feel like what happens in your marriage bed or your matrimonial bed stays there. But there are certain things that you must ask the Holy Spirit. I'm not married and I don't think you're married too. But um, these are things that we should know. And I just want to let it out there that there are certain things that you can do and certain things you can't do because there's just a thin line between sex in marriage. Okay, and, and when we're talking about sex, we're talking about the confines of marriage. I make this an opening statement. It's important. Sex should be done in marriage. But I'm sure most of you are like, Chris Lee, what about us? who have already done it or we are doing it or we've started doing it don't worry you're not alone we are all in it we are all in the fornication boat you know i love to say i love to say this okay it's it's not it's not about telling someone not to do something okay right? people are so good christians believers so good at telling people to not do things like okay 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 fine okay we've heard won't do it we're already doing it bruv you know what I mean? Like, already doing it. Like, I'm already fornicating, bruv. Like, I'm not married, but I'm having sex. I'm, I'm already fornicating. So the, the question should be, what is the way forward? Okay? People are so good at telling people what they're already doing. They're already doing it. You talk about how, no, homosexuality, what, what, not, what, what, what. No, it's already there. People are fornicating. People are homosexual. What next? What do you do? I remember asking this question, um... At Victoria Bible Church in Kitwe, 
Nevers Mumba, um, Dr. Nevers Mumba was there. And I remember asking in front of the church, in front of a lot of elders, actually, and I, I made it clear. I said, look, the, 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 the topic was homosexuality, of course. So this, are, this is a topic that I love. I love this topic so much. Why? Because I've been in it and I've, I know what it is to be that. So, bruv. <laughs> so I made a statement. I said, look, we're so good at saying it's wrong. We're so good at saying, no, this, that, that, that. Uh-uh. The fact of the matter is that it's already here. We have so many young girls dating girls and guys dating guys. And we have so many girls out there, okay, who are having feelings for girls, but they don't know. It's like you're having mixed emotions for your fellow and you don't know what to do with that. So they'll, they'll keep it. And these are things that I'll be addressing here because it's already here. The fact is it happens, but... What's the way forward? We need to bring solutions. We must be believers who are who who know how to bring solutions. We have to start talking about solutions. Let's not stop talking. Let's let's stop talking about the problems, guys. Like already the Bible has given us problems. God wants you to bring the problem and bring the solution. Right? Yeah. That's what up. That's what's up. So we need to understand, guys. We need to understand that um sex was meant for marriage. I think I've I've made this statement like so many times, but Yes, this is what our Father in Heaven has made it for. <laughs> no wonder. And I'm going to I'm going to clearly state the the consequences that are happening to us, fellow young people. This is happening to us, and it's nothing to be ashamed of, actually. But it's it is what it is. It is what it is, guys. Anyway, so the fact that we do it outside marriage is the reason for all these complications that we're having. Trust me, like we are having a lot of complications. And guys, for me, my wish is. That men, that we have guys who can control their sex drives, okay? I wish we could have men out there. And I know we do have, but we need more. And I feel like the men who can actually control their sex drives are not preaching this. They're not, they're not okay, they are preaching and, and less talking. I feel like more people today are preaching and they are not talking about it. I feel like let's do the less of the preaching and let's talk. Let's just talk to people. People people today don't want you going with a whole scripture or a verse to them. No. Give it time. You know, so no wonder we have many guys who are less educated when it comes to issues of sex drives and sex because less people are teaching it, okay? There's always a question to say, why is it that more women are more expressive, especially when it comes to opening up to the Holy Spirit or in church? Less women are in church. Less men are in church. Why? Because there's really not much environment for the guys <laughs> if you know what i mean I'm, I'm speaking for the guys right now there's really not much in my environment for the guys there's really not much topics for guys no not everyone is talking about topics for guys you know if, if it's dating it's mostly about the women you know what i mean so we need more of men especially men who have gone ahead okay if you're a man and you've gone ahead, your sex drive, you, are, you, you, you have self-control, talk about it more with your friends and your friends who don't control, your friends who are having sex. But don't preach, all right? Leave that for the pastors. If you're a pastor, well and good, preach. But if you're not a pastor, you're just a, 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 a person of God, you're just a vessel of God, then talk to them. Talk to a man. Talk to them. You know, men don't like feeling vulnerable you know what i mean they don't want to be placed in a corner made to feel vulnerable where they have to open up about certain things especially to a fellow guy we need more men who are going to be able to make men open up 
so that they can talk about these things okay and i wish we had more men who could control their sex drive because guys it's it's real it's real like i've reached a point in my life today where i'm like you know what i'm tired like i'm tired you know what i mean like I'm going to be very real and honest with you guys because when I was starting this podcast, I knew that I was opening up to a certain level of openness. I don't even know if that's a sentence where I was going to expose a lot about myself that even when you see me in the street, you'll be like, oh my God, that's her. And I was listening to her podcast and she said this, this about herself. And for me, it's art because this, it's an appointed time and I feel like it's okay. I can talk about these things. So in all honesty, and I'll be very honest with you guys, I'll talk about my sex my sex journey in like just a few seconds, okay? So in all honesty, I started having sex this year, willing sex, okay? So I started having willing sex this year, like just at the beginning of this year. I was like, you know what? I'm jumping into this thing called sex, but I wasn't a virgin then. You know, when people ask me, say, Chris, have you ever been a virgin? No, I've, I've never been one because I've never really... I've, I've just never been a virgin, so I'm going to talk about how. Um, but I'll talk about this on another segment um, of my episode. So at age three, right? At age three, um, at age three, I was defiled, right? At age nine, I think I was defiled again because I was below the age. I was defiled again a couple of times actually. But at age three, it was my classmates at the school that I was at. I was defiled. And then at age nine, it was just, you know, a family member. And that was a couple of times. And then my mom noticed. So my mom avoided me visiting, visiting, visiting. Then along the lines, guys, I grew up. Um, I grew up, um, started drinking. I had my phases. Okay, I had my phases, started drinking, what, what, what. So, you know, before I was this alcohol tolerant i would get drunk to the level of i don't even know who's getting me and who's what so i had a few couple of rape incidences i think at 17 or 17 those like some rape incidences with some guys like you know like oh my god i trust this guy and then boom he just does it yeah i couldn't help myself it happened but i feel like when it comes to my sex journey i reached a point of numbness which is wrong, actually. It shouldn't, shouldn't be like that. Because um, growing up, I hated myself. I hated being female, by the way. I think that's those are things I'll talk about later on. But I hated being female. I hated everything about myself. I didn't like myself at all. So even my worth, like those things that people say a woman's worth is her virginity. Nah. Like for me, I didn't even think that was... I didn't think that was nothing. Like if a guy wanted to go with me, like... I'm in a situation where this guy has locked the doors and he wants to, all he wants to do is have sex with me. I would let him. Like, okay, do your thing, get off me, and go. You know what I mean? That is the point I reached. But that is a very bad point for a girl. You shouldn't be at that point. If you're at that point, girl, now say no, beat him up, fight. For me, that's not me. That was really not me. Um, And I would definitely talk about this later on. (laughs) I feel like there's just a lot. So what I'm really trying to say here is um, the the sex that I was going on was really not... um, it was not willing, but I had, I say having willing sex where I've, I'm like, okay, you know what? I'm jumping into this. So I jumped into the sex wagon. I jumped into the fornication wagon this year, guys. And I'm not proud of it, but like I jumped into it just to, you know, just to try out and see. And one thing that I've observed is like three quarters of the guys, like no one is really interested in a relationship. Like, okay, for me, for me, I don't know about y'all, but like for me and the people that have approached me, no one really doesn't want you like, okay. 
okay no one has made me feel they want me you know what i mean and i'm really sorry if you listen to this and if you wanted me you've crushed on me some point and you know no one has ever showed me that they want me for me it's always been about okay i want you but your body too you know what i mean i want you but your pussy too you know what i mean i'm like bruv nah anyway so like i said my wish is for more men to you know we have men who can control the sex drives so guys women go through a lot like I've, I've come to know that women go through a hell of a lot we have the contraceptives the morning after pills like how after sex you're supposed to have morning after pills those things have side effects and you're having because I've, I've been in university four years and i've been seeing how sex pills are used guys um personally i've only taken that once i've never really taken sex pills i really don't like those things and not even that i don't like them i just don't like what it does to other people in terms of side effects and whatnot so um but it's dangerous though drink them if you are if you have fornicating <laughs> drink them but we need to stop fornicating it's 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 wrong so there's morning after pills fungal infections the utis the stds guys women go through all these things and fungal infections come through sexual intercourse as well if you're having sexual intercourse uh, and unprotected sex of course you have women go through what we call fungal infections they have fungal infections where it itches like i don't know if people are talking about these things but me i'll talk about them because like bruv it's not nice it's not nice what women go through these these are like and you know as a young girl you're there going to buy a pregnancy test the pregnancy scares oh my gosh there's the pregnancy scares guys women go through a lot like i'm just trying to put it out there like we have pregnancy scares like hey hey you're waiting for your period or just it's so unnecessary but these are all the things that god is avoiding for you and me and we are doing them you know what i mean but god doesn't want you to go through all these things so he's saying why don't you go through this in marriage okay why don't you go through this in marriage because then you won't be worried about a lot of things you know what i mean if you're going to take contraceptives or self pills you are in a confine of a marriage you're not you're not worried he will leave you you're not worried he's going to walk away from you because you are married to him so that is why god has really 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 specified that this is supposed to be for marriage yes so women tend to think or scarcely um aware that a surrender that the surrender of a body to a guy or a boy she likes does not increase his love for her or a woman it only causes the man to despise her like dear ladies out there it is very important that we know that the fact that you've opened your legs for a guy doesn't make him love you more i had a guy when i was in what grade was i in um i think i was after grade 12 I was so desperate for a relationship like I wanted to have a boyfriend like I just wanted to have a boyfriend like no ways I have never dated before in my life okay this is just yeah this is just like a statement I've never dated before in my life so in 2017 when I finished school I was like you know what I just have to get a boyfriend like I've been in school this while and I'm not not even one boyfriend so I was like I have to get a boyfriend so but you know this guy he turned me off he's like um we need to have sex you and i so i was in kitwe and he was in kabwe so i was like we need to have sex you and i so i'm like okay so he's like no it's important that we have sex because it will grow the love and i'm like what it will grow the love and guys i almost did fall into that ditch 
really almost fell into that ditch but i just said you know what i'm not going to fall in that ditch because really it's not for me so um you can see just what what other people what other people are saying about um sex and just everything the myths it doesn't increase love trust me guys it doesn't increase love it only (laughs) it only makes him despise you and like i said we're going to refer to the scripture of um second samuel 13 10 to 15 so this is the story of this is the story of um david's kids guys david's children yeah so david had um a son okay i only remember three children i only remember three children there was um absalom i think it's absalom correct me if i'm wrong guys correct me if i'm wrong but there was absalom tama and am amnon so amon amon yes amon so amon admired his sister for yes just go read it i won't really read it word for word but go read it so Amon, after years of admiring his sister, guys, like he admired her, his sister, like for years and years, he was just admiring his sister. He liked her. He crushed on her. Then, you know, one day he's sick. And so the sister, um, you know, um, goes to give him food and he forces himself on her. You know what I mean? So after, just after that, you know what I mean? Like just after the sex, he forces himself on her. She cries. Obviously she was crying. I don't even know how it went, but I'm sure she was crying. She was like, oh my God, I'm on. Like, why are you doing this? I'm your sister. What, what not? And he was out there having sex with her. But guys, after that, he has, he, he despised us so much that he was unreasonable enough that after the sex, he just tells her, get out. He just tells her, get out. Like the audacity the audacity like you know how after sex is there's just the whole you're tired you just want to bath you just want to you just feel so dirty you just feel so unclean and then without showering without doing anything and you know that thing of females get to feel we get to feel so insecure after sex you know what i mean we get to feel so insecure we get to feel like oh my god is he gonna leave me or what is this okay we just get to feel a certain way we get so vulnerable because now we've opened our legs for you so this person just tells her to get out abu cafe he gets out and i love how the bible puts it guys the bible says that he exceedingly hated her after the sex that um that the hate was greater than the love that he had for her like the guy first of all had a had very had a very extensive sex drive it was so bad that it was for his sister it was towards his sister you know what i mean like and okay, I also feel like Tama liked him though. You know, like, okay, I'm just saying, guys, I'm just saying. Like, I just feel like she liked him because, like, she goes to give him food and it's like, no, can you eat from my hand? Like, only someone who's you're intimate with can eat from your hand. Like, back in the day, like, that's, that was there. Not your brother or your sister. But anyway, because even Akade, there was really not much. Um, brothers were getting married to their sisters. Like, Akade, like, in, back in the Bible days, you will notice that. You know, there was uh, in-laws were getting married to in-laws, uh, shine, shine. but not now, not now. I'm not saying start at marrying your brother or your sister. I'm just saying, you know what I mean? So, whew. it wasn't much of a taboo, but yeah, and that happened. So we get to see that Amon had a, a very, you know, loose sex drive. And this just shows you that the fact that you've opened your legs for a guy doesn't mean he'll love you. 
he will only despise you more. I don't know if you've observed this, but the moment you have a sex with a guy, like, they'll just start tripping, yo. Like, they'll just start tripping <laughs> once or twice. And then the next time he hits you up, you know what he's going to tell you? He's going he's gonna to be like, um, how are you? The next time he hits you up, he wants to have sex with you. Like, that's just one thing I've observed. I don't know about you guys or the guys I'm meeting, but, like, for me, like, that's just what... The next time the guy talks to you, he's like, yo, what's up? What are you doing? You gonna come over? Or are you alone? Like, when you have such to my text, just know that that's all he wants to do. Or movie night. Mm. Bruv, just know. But anyway, I'm not gonna do these um, to my talks. I'll talk about those things when I'm talking about dating and, you know, the partners that were supposed to be having what, what. So stay tuned to this podcast, guys. Like, stay tuned to this podcast. Anyway, so um, if you have a partner who can't keep, who can't keeping in their pants, run away or don't date them at all. Like, the reason why I'm single, still single till today, is not even because I think I'm beautiful. Trust me, I don't. But I just know that there's just a level of worth that I am. And yeah, the fact that I have opened my legs for a couple of guys. And by a couple, I mean like four or three. Yeah. The rest, I don't count them. But like the people that have willingly opened, like, okay, yeah, I've opened my legs for this guy. Yeah, about four. You know what I mean? And I'm not, I don't regret. It wasn't the right decision, but I don't regret at all. I also don't regret, you know. So it's very important as you're making your choices, make sure that you make a choice that you won't regret. So for me, I don't regret, but it wasn't my wisest decision and I am not proud of it either because that was wrong. That was, that was fornicating, guys. But what I'm saying is I haven't dated any of them. Why? Because... Like I've already said, it's not, it's not, it's not worth you as a lady. Okay. If, 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 if your partner can't control, he can't keep it in his pants or he wants when you're together, he's just there attaching your thighs. Eh. Nah, he can't keep it in his pants. You can't have a, a, a serious conversation. Then the drive is, he has to learn. Okay. He has to learn. To control himself even you ladies you have to learn to control yourselves okay don't be all sexy all the time you just want to show your body whatnot whatnot like be sexy all the time to seduce this guy and then play victim later don't 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 do that bruv don't do that but anyway we're gonna talk about that later so dear guys self-control is a key whether you are christian or not God expects you and I to have self-control when it comes to these things like sex because know that we can, because God knows that we can control. You know, God can't give us a drive, a sex drive that we can't control. Like I gave an illustration last time of a car. You control the gears of a car. You control where you go and where you not, and where you do not go. You control all that. So God knows you can. Where you need to park, park. I already said this in the last time. So Jesus Christ guarantees us a loving life if we submit to him if we submit our sex edges to him guys he will he will help us okay i remember i remember um dis- despite having a low sex drive like for me like i said i had low sex drive for having sex with guys you know what i mean like i just i, I just i just wasn't there i just didn't like it because of my past my childhood and what i went through in terms of um, it's the sexual abuse that used to happen. But what I'm saying is, I did have a low sex drive, right? But like, 
like I like I've put it out there before, porn and masturbating was my thing. You know what I mean? Like for years, like it was my thing. So it accelerated when there were certain things that I started to um, you know, interest myself with, you know, all I had to do was submit to them. And then, you know, every day was a struggle, okay? Because porn became part of my life. So it became part of my life. And it even switched off. Like my preferences, when I went to high school, my preferences changed. I didn't like um, straight porn anymore. I just liked gay porn. I just like watching gay porn. Like for some reason, like I wasn't even gay, guys. Like I was really straight. Like I was really straight. I just found straight porn to be very disgusting. So I was like, okay, you know, let me try this new thing. But that was like, you know, in 2014, 2015, I'm like, okay. I tried this new thing so i liked watching gay porn i was like oh this is interesting this is way better because we're not i'm not seeing penetration i hate penet- i hated i hated penetration like you have no idea just that that process that 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 process of in out in out in out in out like that really disgusted me so I, my preferences changed i like gay porn and yeah so watch the gay milf whatever <laughs> like all those things guys like i was i was in it so all i'm saying is um but I'll talk about that. We'll talk about it later. So what I'm saying is I hadn't, if I hadn't submitted or confessed all these things to God and told Jesus about my edges, tell him to say, okay, Jesus, look, 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 my sex edges are for the wrong things. Like I said before, like your sex drive has to be for the wrong, the right thing. He wants you to have a sex drive. Yes, it's right. But it has to be for the right thing as well. If you're having a sex drive for a dog, trust me, God would rather remove that drive and be like, uh-uh. Why would you have a sex drive for a dog? So it also matters what you have a sex drive for. So that's why important that we, we, we surrender these things to Jesus himself. We say, oh, Jesus, look, me, this is what's happening. What should I do? Keep praying about it. Keep going on your knees. It, for me, there was a point in my life where every day I was on my knees to say, God, this. I would surrender. I would surrender. And maybe have you know, reduced when it comes to the praying and stuff. No wonder certain things are coming back. But like, all I'm saying is, when you're consistent with your prayer, trust me, God, he helps. He comes through. I'm telling you. I'm telling you. And if I wasn't doing that, if I wasn't submitting to God about my urges, if I wasn't honest to God about my urges, trust me, I will... There wouldn't have been any progress till today, to 2021. Like, guys, it's really been a journey, okay? So I will definitely have episodes where I will go deeper into this whole homosexual, my journey. I will give you my journey into all these pornography, addictions, masturbation for 14 years, guys. It wasn't funny, but, like, I would definitely bring all these things out because I believe that there are people out there who are not talking about these things, and you don't even know who to go to. You know what I mean? So I want to show you that it's important you confess these things to people. It's important you confess these things to God himself. He will help you go to Jesus because Jesus wants you to have a very um, safe and healthy sex life. So this is weird even for me guys, because I think for most people who've known me, like you didn't know this was happening in my life. Like I feel to some extent, I feel embarrassed even just saying these things like ish, like yo, Chris, I think you've gone too much. Like, why would you say that? Like, why would you say that? But like, if I don't say it, then how will y'all know? How will someone know? How will someone be blessed? You know, I feel like there's certain things that happen in our lives that are just there. You know, that God wants us to know that God wants us to tell someone somewhere about something. You know what I mean? And I believe that this is where my purpose personally as Chris Lay lies. Because there's certain things that have really happened in my life that I feel like someone can be blessed. And I have shared these things with people. Like I said, I'm not ashamed. 
I'm not ashamed to talk about these things now. But before, yes, ask me like three years ago and I wouldn't tell you. Okay. But now I feel like I've reached a point of maturity where I'm not ashamed to tell you that I had a porn addiction. No. And I'm actually proud, by the way, that I've moved out of it. Okay. There are times, you know, there are times where you're just, you're just minding your own business and then boom, boom, you just receive like a message and whatnot and you're forced to watch. So for people like me who I get high off porn, you know what I mean? Like just by seeing any, anything sexual, I have to stay away. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. So these are very important things that you know. Also, guys, you have to know your body. You have to know your body. If there are certain things about yourself that you know that are if I do this, if I see this, if I read this, if I watch this, my drive, it will start. It will start accelerating. Those are things you have to start staying away from because it's very important that we stay away from these things. You know what I mean? So, um, okay, my parents just got back. I don't know how they will feel about me talking about these things when they are there. I honestly don't know. But like, anyway, I'll have to continue this podcast because there's nothing I can do about it. And when probably my mom will come here, check up on me, be like, yo, what are you doing? And then I, I'll have to pause a bit. So in case I pause, but like, anyway, I hope I finish before they enter. Yeah. So, um, unrestrained actions by your boyfriend or your girlfriend, guys, only shows that he or she has no self-control at all. So it's very important that we tell our boyfriends or our girlfriends to control themselves. Even you control yourself. Um, the sex, their sex drive is on the loose and it needs to be tightened. So, guys, let's tighten these sex drives that we have. So, the fact remains, guys, that the body is to be kept holy until the Lord Jesus. Remember that our bodies are the temples of the Holy Spirit. This is in Corinthians. Even in Romans, we are told, right? Even in Romans, we are told that our bodies are to be kept holy unto God. And this is something that I constantly remind myself. Sometimes I regret it, or maybe it's after I've done something that is so unholy before God. And I'll be like, oh my God, I'm really sorry. But he doesn't say stop. He says, continue renewing your mind. Continue telling yourself this is wrong. Continue telling yourself I shouldn't be involved in this. Because at the end of the day, we have to be telling ourselves the facts. In as much as we say no, don't condemn, don't condemn, no. But sometimes, sometimes it's correction and we need to be able to control i mean to have correction we have to be able to be con- corrected you know what i mean so when you're doing it when it's wrong allow someone to tell you that what you're doing is wrong but also it matters even as you tell someone what they're doing is wrong it matters what and how you tell them so you it's it's a balance guys it's a balance okay so the consequences of sexual immorality guys paul wonders in romance he said um, against the unnatural practices of women as well as homosexuality and it was in and, and, and here it says that um for this cause this is romans 1 26 to 27 says for this cause god gave them up unto vow affections for even their women did change the natural use into that which is against nature and likewise also the men leaving the natural use of women bent in their last their last one toward another men with men working with which is unseemly and receiving in themselves that recompense of their errors which was met guys 
I want us to go read Romans 1, 26 to 27. This is just basically saying God gave them up to that. You know what I mean? So just that makes sense, you know, you could ask yourself, has God given me up to this? You know, especially when I was going through all this, you know, the porn, the masturbation, the homosexuality, when I was going through all these things, I was asking myself, just has God given me up to this? You know, because this is what's happening to me right now. And I'm looking at other people out there who are going through it. And for some of them, trust me, it's not their fault. And I would definitely go into this, as I've said, it's not their fault that they are the way they are, but has the question is has god given me up to this and trust me god cannot give you up to anything so long as you surrender it to him he will work with you until you get out of it and i am i am definitely that living testimony where i can say okay you know what like uh, even if sometimes you know i give myself up to these things you know not even god giving me uh, i give myself up to this i tolerate certain things i tolerate certain posts i search on weird stupid things i read weird books i love reading so i love I just read stupid things sometimes, you know what I mean? And I'm, I'm out here. I'm even going to be telling myself, like, okay, Chris, this is stupid. Like, why are you reading this? You even know that this will bring you back to this. You know, so there's certain things that um, we'll definitely talk about it. We'll, def- we'll definitely talk about it. So it is very important for us to continue renewing our minds with these things and for us to control our sex drives. Very important, guys. God, Jesus, Jesus wants you to, con- to be able to control your sex drives. Anyway, 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 in conclusion, we're going into conclusion. Um, so I feel like this topic is really long, Jesus and sex drives. So next week is also episode three. But in episode three, we're going to be talking about um, extra marital relationships. Wow. Wow. We're not married, but we're talking about extramarital relationships. We're going to be talking about all that. You know, like, you know, those people who say, um, we are both, we've both agreed to be in open relationship. So can it be counted as, can it, can that be a justification, right? Can that be a justification? Can it be justifiable that, um, we've both agreed to do this ish, you know, um, those are the issues that we're going to be talking about next week like where you are married you're in a relationship but you just can't control your lustful um desires for someone else so you agree with the partner so those are things that we're going to be talking about next week in next week episode on monday same place same time so i want you guys to put your minds at it set a reminder set a reminder but for today we are done for today guys i hope that you have learned a lot from this i hope you've learned a lot from this i hope you're gonna share this with your friends out there i hope you're gonna tell someone i hope you're gonna tell a friend to tell a friend you know what i mean very important for us to have self-control if you haven't gotten anything from all this 50 minute being by the way all i'm saying is let us control ourselves if you're dating in a relationship control yourself self-control is very important if you're looking into dating if you're looking into marriage make sure that you're entering a relationship where someone is able to control be able to talk you know what i mean be able to talk and also sex drives are important it's very important for us to have a sex drive but very i'm sure most of you guys have noticed that i've lowered my voice yeah the rents are in the rents are in not that i'm ashamed or whatnot but guys i'm 21 and look at what i'm talking about like i have a mom who's um I'm, I'm still a baby. So there are certain things that she would, she would tolerate me talking about, but there are just certain things it's like, hey, 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 where did you learn that? Hey, hey, you know what I mean? So I've lowered my voice. So thank you so much, guys. Um, hope to catch you next week. 
hope to catch you next week same time same place and i love all of you take care this has been unspoken with chris lane